Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Series five, episode... Go on, Lucy, have a guess what episode we are on. 21. Oh, you were close. It's 23. Episode oh. 23. I'm your host, Jazz Wilson, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Lucy Wilson. Hello. I still find it weird that you call me your co-host and what? not your wife. Oh. I know in this setting that is what I am. True. But it's a bit weird. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I wouldn't introduce you like that at like a wedding well, or anything. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how it feels. <laughs> uh, yes. And, and you may now co-host. kiss your co-host. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You so should have put that in the wedding. I pledge to be your lawfully wedded co-host. <laughs> if anyone in the industry ever gets married, please put that in your vows. That would be so good. If anyone's done that, get get in touch. I'd love to hear it. Well, no, surely that would be vowing and like vowing to be work partners. It wouldn't be vowing to be married. True. It would just be like a wedding, but for work not that this is our work no but maybe we have a podcast wedding shall we any no, excuse for a knees you. up oh <laughs> rude <laughs> anyway we're looking for a new co-host <laughs> yep that would be wonderful <laughs> oh funny another wedding yes okay i'd like to renew our vows yeah that would be nice not now but at okay. some point yeah, not right this second, but busy doing something, but you know. <laughs> not really dressed appropriately. <laughs> True. Wonderful. And as usual, we have Tom over in the other studio who will be with us a bit later. So let's kick off as we always do with Ta-da. Album of the Week. Ba-ba-bum. Yeah! It is Album of the Week. And it was Lucy's choice this week with Lucy Tellem. Dream Girls, the original West End cast recording from 2017. Woo, woo, woo. It was. Specifically that album. There are many different albums. True, there are. What did you think, Jazz? It was a hard listen for In me. fact, sorry, before we go into that. Okay. What have you seen or heard of Dreamgirls already? Because there's the film, the musical, the songs are already songs before they were in the film or the musical. Okay. Well, I was going in blind, as I like to. Not seen the film or nothing? No. no. But you must have known some of the songs. Uh, one. Only one of the whole night? Yeah. Of the whole night. I've given something <laughs> away there. Of the whole album. You only yeah. knew one of them before? Yeah. Wow, they're all quite big songs. And that's why it surprised me. I was like, I thought I was going to know more than this. Mm. It was a hard listen for me. A very hard listen. Which why? surprised me. I don't know. I don't know if it's because I can follow the story or... I enjoyed the music. The music was great, but... I've been racking my brains to try and think, what was it that I couldn't quite put my finger on? So if it comes to me in a future episode, I'll let you know. But 
at this moment in time, I can't put my finger on it, what it is. I thought you would have liked it. Um, I'm not saying that I didn't like it. No. It's one of those albums that I think for me is going to take a couple of listens. Yeah. At least three for me to really get into the vibe of it. Well, you will be listening to it more because I enjoyed it. Good. Um, sorry, I know you haven't finished I haven't, yet. I need to on. tell ask you more things. But um, the reason I enjoyed it was because of the way it was recorded. So lots of the songs in uh, lots of the songs in Dream Girls are already famous songs, but it didn't sound just like a revised version of the song it really was integrated into the story and I think that helped in the album because of the way it's recorded where they have the dialogue and the audience sound is there it it really helps tell the story and sets up each song and also the emotion through the song really comes through because I think it was recorded whilst they were performing rather than in a studio. And to me, that's my preferred way to record a musical album because that is the authentic way it's meant to sound. Fair enough, yeah. Um, Which is why I'm surprised you found it hard to listen to because I found that because it was recorded that way, it was easier to follow the story and listen to it. I have watched the film, I think, once. Ah. So that might have helped me slightly. But yeah. you know what I'm like? I forget films and everything really quickly. So Yeah. See, I prefer an album to re- be recorded in a studio. Oh, interesting. So maybe that was it. Maybe there was too much ambient mm. for me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to give it another couple of goes, I think. Because yeah. it's one of those ones that might be a slow burner for yeah. me. I've had it with albums before. Like Eugenius, I didn't know that I liked that when I first listened to yeah. it. But after a couple of listens, I was like, got it. I get it now. Mm. So mics, what are you giving it? I'm going to give it a fair three mics. That's not bad. Yeah. It's pretty good. So it's over half Favourite song? My favourite song is the only song I know, One Night Only. Um, And it is very good and a very powerful song. Musically, it's incredible. So Um, you like that song. Did you like it before you heard it in the Dreamgirls album? Yeah, so I already knew that song and I liked it beforehand. So so. was it enhanced within the Dreamgirls album or... It was similar, very similar or... to okay. what I'd heard before. So whether I'd heard the Dream Girl version or somebody do a cover of the Dream Girl version, I don't know. I can just hear so much more atmosphere when I listen to it. And it's it's a lot more intense, the sound with the harmonies and the levels and everything I find in this album. But yeah, it's interesting to know. Um, I would give it... Five mics. Wow. Can't find anything wrong with it. Do, 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 do. It's not often we get a five micer. No, I think if you can't find something wrong or something you don't like, why not give it five mics? Then it's five mics. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, My favourite song was Listen. Okay. 
which I actually think Leona Lewis sang in The X Factor once. Okay. Randomly. Um, but I've heard the song sang as a pop version before it was in Dreamgirls. And then particularly in this West End cast recording, not when I watched the film actually, but in the cast recording that we've listened to this week, I really felt the emotional pull of the song. It's a really emotional song, but the way it's sang in this album is not note perfect. There are cracks in her voice. There's waves and there's shouted words more than sung words. But I love that because it's just the raw emotion coming through that is needed in such an emotional song. So I absolutely loved it. Nice. Good. A good album, a good choice, something very different that we've not really had anything else like that for Mm. a long time. I think we should watch the film. Yeah, I think so. I think that might help me. Mm. Maybe I'll watch the film and then re-listen to Mm. the album. And also, don't forget the reason I picked it was because Dreamgirls is about to embark on a UK tour. It is indeed. So if musical films aren't your thing, you prefer to see them on the stage. Like me. Have a look. Might be coming to a city near you. Oh, nice. You should be on advert. (laughs) (laughs) It means it's your pick now then, Jazz. It does. And as usual, I've picked something bizarre because that is the idea of Album of the Week for me. Something you probably wouldn't ever listen to. Let's give it a go. See if you like it. And that's how gems are found. Like a diamond in the rough if you were. Yeah. But let's see if the album I've picked is that diamond in the rough. (laughs) It is called Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown. I feel personally attacked (laughs) right now. Not at all. There's nothing, no. I feel like I'm taking this very personally. No. Mm. 18 songs, 56 minutes and five seconds. So not going to take up much of your day. For those who love an overture, it's got an overture. The album cover, I'll describe it to you because that is also bizarre. White background, very colourful squares on it. A picture of a lady's face half in a shoe. Big lady's eyes, lady's legs on the bottom. With lots of text on it. What's it called again? Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown. Original Broadway cast recording, 2011. So it wasn't even that long ago. How did you find this little nugget? I have my ways Mm. and my research tools. Um, But I thought it was something different. And I I don't think think it's going to be what we expect. I shouldn't have preconceived ideas but I actually think I'm going to like it because I feel like I'm going to relate and find (laughs) it quite funny I'm hoping it's a bit of a comedy musical I don't know this is just all I'm assuming from the title the album cover and looking at the names of the songs yeah I'm going in hoping (laughs) it's a comedy musical and I'm going to relate and find it absolutely hilarious but I've never I heard of it so. before, so I could also listen to it and be utterly offended. 
We'll see. <laughs> we'll find out next week. Yeah. Or next two weeks, sorry. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned for the next episode to find out if Lucy is overjoyed or she's caving my head in. You know what this means. You're going to have two weeks of either happy me or absolutely pulling my hair out, wanting to punch you in the face me. <laughs> and you'll find out on the next episode. And note that I said wanting to there. I haven't yes. actually ever punched him in the True. face. True, she hasn't, just for the record. Album of the week. So, Tom, it's over to you in the other studio. Hello, and welcome back to the movie musical segment. My name is Tom, and this week we are going to be talking about the one and only hairspray. Um, However, I do want to address the elephant in the podcast recording studio. Dear Evan Hansen, okay, we spoke about this last week and uh, we spoke about this the week before as well. Dear Evan Hansen was supposed to be one of the films that I was going to try and review this year because obviously it's a new uh, musical movie that's come out. Uh, but it's not on anywhere in London, unfortunately. Not well, not on any uh, in any cinemas sort of close by to me. It's only on at really specific ones. It's really strange, and I wonder if it's to do with how much it's been sort of critically panned. Obviously, there's stuff like James Bond and Dune uh, and the Eternals out at the moment, but. Unfortunately, it's it's just yeah, it's it's not really on many places. So uh, we're not going to be reviewing it. Unfortunately, it's kind of ended its run at the cinema. If it pops up last minute, I'm going to keep an eye on all the cinemas near me, and uh, I'll keep you updated with that because I I do think I would quite like to see it. But um, it it has been kind of critically panned, which is is a real a real shame. But I I can kind of see why. You know, they cast Ben Platt as Evan Hansen, and uh, I don't think it helped that his dad is a producer on the film, so it feels a bit like nepotism. Um, but we'll see, we'll see. If you have seen it, because I am aware that it's on in a lot of places outside of London, if you have seen it, please get in touch with us and let us know what you thought, because I really want to know what it's like, um, and hopefully we'll, uh, we'll we'll get around to talking about that one day. Anyway. Today, we're talking about Hairspray. So if you haven't seen Hairspray, I think it's just left Amazon Prime, but you can you can rent it uh, for like £2. And I mean, come on, it's Hairspray. You must have seen it. But anyway, this is a 2007 film um, based, on the, uh, based on the musical Hairspray, which it was also a film previously. I'm not sure when the, the original film was out. Um, but yeah, this is the this is the the remake. Uh, so set in the sixties, I think in nineteen sixty two. Um, it's all about the civil rights movement, um, specifically in Baltimore. But I mean, you know, kind of in in America in general. Um, there's also a lot about sort of body positivity uh, and kind of celebrity culture, I suppose. So it's got a lot of good themes in it. Um, I think the the. The the one thing I do think about this film is that it's got this really great civil rights movement in it, but I think occasionally it feels like it might be a little bit outshined by the uh, the white female lead trying to get on telly. Um, I don't know. It's it's 
is an interesting thing to talk about uh, and and to think about. Um, having said that, I do think it's a really great theme, and I don't think the civil rights aspect of it goes unnoticed because obviously it's a huge, huge part of the film. They're trying to get an integrated sort of television show. Um, I just, I part of me wonders if they could have made Hairspray maybe with a black lead. I don't know. Anyway, um, something to think on. So Hairspray is this amazing film. If you haven't seen it, it's it's got a fantastic score um, or soundtrack, I suppose. The choreography and sort of the, the way that they, they've shot the film is, is really great. It feels... I don't know. It's, it's one of these things that I find really interesting about movie musicals is that sometimes you can just... It, it kind of, if it's done well, it kind of becomes its own entity. And I feel like Hairspray does that. It doesn't It doesn't feel like a musical necessarily. And it also doesn't feel like a film adaptation of a musical, which is, I don't know, it's just really cool. I think everything in this film just works really, really well together. And aside from that, it's so well cast. It's, it's an amazing cast. We've got... John Travolta, Queen Latifah, uh, Nikki Blonsky, who I don't know what else she's done since Hairspray. She's kind of, uh, I mean, maybe she's done some other stuff, but I haven't really heard of her since. Anyway, she's great in this film. Um, sorry, yeah, so Nikki Blonsky, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Christopher Walken, Amanda Bynes, James Marsden, Brittany Snow, Zac Efron, Elijah Kelly, Alison Janey. Uh, Alison Janey's incredible, by the way, I think. She's an amazing actress, and I would love to see her in more stuff. Anyway, yeah, so we've we've got this really great cast, really great choreography, really great music. The costumes are fantastic. It's like this kind of nostalgic 60s vibe. Um, and what I do like about this film is that it's equal parts a celebration of the 60s and that kind of nostalgia that people want. And also it's kind of a... A, a massive dig at, at that time with with obviously the whole civil rights element and also there's kind of like a lot of talk on like fat shaming and things like that so that's I, I think it balances the two really really well and it it doesn't compromise anything by by making you kind of reminisce for the 60s you know it doesn't take away from anything which is is really difficult to do and I think is really great um directed by Adam I th- think his name's Shankman. Uh, he directed a couple of things. Nothing to quite as much success, though, as Hairspray, really. So, like, Cheaper by the Dozen 2 and Bedtime Stories. And he did an episode of Modern Family, Rock of Ages, Glee. Uh, yeah. I, I think this is maybe his best work. Maybe. I'm not sure what episode of Modern Family he directed, but Modern Family's great, so maybe that. Rock of Ages kind of uh, missed the mark for me, personally. But, uh, yeah, anyway, um, there's not much to say on this film, I don't think, because I I don't have a lot of criticism other than the, like I said, the, the kind of the base elements of the story itself, but that's something that isn't the film's, problem you know it's kind of like maybe something should have been taken into account whilst it was being written but it was also written a while ago so you know 
Um, I wanted to read you some trivia that I found on IMDb that I thought was really interesting, um, which is that Amanda Bynes' character Penny see, is constantly eats lollipops throughout the film. And uh, apparently Amanda Bynes' dad was a dentist and uh, he was really worried about her because it was estimated that she ate 40 lollipop, lollipops a day. Um, but she told him she wasn't really eating them. And uh, and she was. Uh, yeah. Um, apparently it took four hours for John Travolta to get into costume as Edna Turnblad with all of his sort of prosthetics and the, the suit that he was in. Um, yeah, Aretha Franklin auditioned for the role of Motormouth, which is um, Motormouth Maybell is played by Queen Latifah. Um, she obviously lost out on that role in the end. Um, and uh, the amount of hairspray, I couldn't find any facts on it, but the, the amount of hairspray that they used in this film is incredible. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it's... Uh, it, it, they, they must have gone through so, so much hairspray. Um, I don't know how good that is for the planet, but there we are. Um, apparently, Zac Efron was offered the role after being seen in High School Musical, which is interesting. Um, and finally, uh, is that this this had the... Th this is one of my favourite facts, right? Is that it had the best film... The best opening weekend ever for a movie musical with $27.5 million until Mamma Mia in 2008. Um, it, it just kind of made me laugh that it only held the record for like a year. But still, um, I don't think that should take away from anything because I think it's a, a really great uh, musical. So out of five stars, I'm going to give this musical four and a half stars. I think it's really, really great. And I recommend if you haven't seen it, go and watch it because it's, it's a lot of fun, and it's a really good musical. Join us next week, and we are going to be talking about a brand new movie musical called Tick, Tick, Boom. Uh, it's out on the 19th of November, I believe. So uh, go and check it out. It's on Netflix, uh, and it's all about Rent. So if you haven't seen Rent as well, then maybe go and check that out. Have a good week. Bye. Well, thank you very much, Tom. Wonderful as always. So, have you sorted out your easy fundraiser yet? That's what I'm asking you. Yeah, you, listening to this right now. Have they? Have your society sorted it out so that you can get a little bit of extra cash? Then go and do it right now. Pick up your phone, unless you're driving, of course, and Tell your secretary or chair, hey, are we doing easy fundraising? If not, let's do it and get some extra cash for our society. So, we're in November. Yes. What's the next month? December. Which is which month? December. Which is which month? Come Christmas on. Christmas month. Christmas month. Yay. Yes. So, just a little idea. Okay. For some societies okay. out there. Now, Hit us with it. If you rehearse on Fridays in particular, okay. this might work for you, or just the week commencing, I now need to do some math, the 5th of, no, or just commencing the week, the 6th of December. 
Save the Children are doing a Christmas jumper day. What? Now, this is something that usually schools are invited to take part in, but actually it's for everybody. Now, lots of people are working from home at the moment, aren't they? Yep. So they're not going into the office to wear their Christmas jumper and to donate. True. So why not, as a society, set up a Just Giving page? It's really easy. You just go on to savethechildren.org.uk, press sign up, and then it's literally a couple of steps and you've set yourself up a page. Send out the email to your members of your society. Say, on this week for rehearsal, if you'd like to, wear your Christmas jumper, donate to Save the Children. It not only gives a bit of excitement to an event for a rehearsal rather than just going to rehearsal, it makes it a bit more exciting, brings a bit of fun. You could even bring some mince pies if you want to. It might be leading up to one of your last rehearsals before Christmas anyway. Um, And also, you know you're doing a good thing for a good charity. And I always think if you're looking for new members, if they can see that you're doing things like that, I think that would encourage me to join a society like that because that's the sort of people I want to be around. Nice. And also, people might not be getting a chance to do it elsewhere this year. True. Um, so, yeah, just a little idea I had. I know I'm doing it at my school. We have actually finished our term before then, so I'm doing it the week before, but it doesn't matter when you do it. You can still donate. You can still raise some money for a really, really good cause which is Save the Children. So many people have already signed up this year, so it might not be something new to you. You might have already heard of this. 15,600 schools, youth groups, workplaces and homes have already signed up to wear their Christmas jumpers on that week. Wow. So everyone's getting involved. Why don't you get involved as well? Why not? So your society can get some money from easy fundraising and your society can give back to help saving the children. Lucy, what was that website? One more time. Savethechildren.org.uk Wonderful. And Easy Fundraising is easyfundraising.org.uk Thank you very much for listening to us today. We have enjoyed it and we hope you have enjoyed it too, don't we? We do. Good. We will be back in your ears again soon. You know what to do. Tell a friend about us. And we shall be back in your ears again next time. Getting all them orange cauliflowers out. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. 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 Ah. At podcast.